tallest, I, don't I should go, go on the I'm top. I'm the oldest. No. Hey. You I, need I, a ladder to get on the top. I, I can get up there I don't myself. Fucking care. Guys, okay, okay. We have approximately 12 hours to get to Louisiana. It's a long drive, and we need to get going. I beg of you, please make up your minds about sleeping. 45 minutes is too long to be arguing about this. I will decide for you, or... I can make a blanket for on the couch. Yes, I, I call that. No, screw you, hey, no. No, be civil or no one gets it. Sorry, Moss. So gonna take the next exit we should probably try to find a gas station there while we can because i think we're getting low mm, okay the gas station as we approached it looked new and shiny but with this whole vintage aesthetic that seemed out of place all around it was flat nothing barely any trees or buildings at all and those that were still holding on looked worse for the wear the sun was hot in the van and made it burn when we tried to pry open the gas tab Hey, Moss, can you get gas this time? I want to go get some water and snacks. Uh, yeah, um, Ryan, do you want to <laughs> help me, maybe, with that? With what? The, the gas? Is something wrong with the pump? No, it's... I don't know how to pump gas. Wait, I thought you had a driver's license. I, I do, um, but I'm from New Jersey, and it's illegal to pump your own gas there. What? So. We're never taught, and our family just forgot to teach me. That's so strange. Hey, do you want do you want anything? Um, I'm. It's fine. I'm good. I think I have some monster left. I'll be fine. You kids having some trouble there? Uh, n- no. I think we're fine. You kids aren't coming in from nearby, are you? What are you doing around here? You heard of the Rougarou? We're out looking for it. We, uh, study cryptids. You trying to get yourselves killed? That's a bad idea. Run back home if you know what's good for you. I didn't know what to say. I've had countless experiences of being trapped in a conversation with someone that I didn't want to be in. In eighth grade, on my way to a therapy session, I asked my dad who was driving me if we could stop at this little deli so I could grab something to drink. He pulled the car along the side of the street with his blinkers on, gave me five bucks, and reluctantly told me to be quick. I got my drink from one of the coolers near the back and went to the front counter, where the man behind the counter smiled at me. He seemed friendly enough, but in a way that made me nervous as a 13-year-old femme-presenting person. Just the drink? he asked me. Yeah, I said back. As he was ringing me up, he said, Do you go to school around here? Oh, I mean, kinda, I said. I didn't know how to respond. I didn't know how to tell him, leave me alone, I have an appointment I need to get to or else I'll be late. The men started telling me about kids here and how he went to school around here and the kids who came into the store, I don't know. I'd paid by now. I was desperately trying to inch closer to the door but I kept freezing as he kept talking. Eventually my dad came in and yelled at me to get going. What are you doing? We've got to go, he said, stormed back out. The man told me goodbye. I couldn't say anything back. could only run and try to keep up with my frustrated father. In the car, he asked me what I'd been doing. 
I tried to tell him how I didn't mean to, how I tried to leave, but the cashier wouldn't let me, how I wanted to go, but that the words weren't coming out of my mouth. My throat hurt with how my heart seized my lungs in its hands and paralyzed my voice. Tears welled in my eyes when my anxiety had held my voice hostage. The fact of my heart pounding is a constant rather than a variable in my life. It is so much of myself that I've become numb to the way my knees shake and my arms feel weak. I'd even noticed how nervous I was when the stranger at the gas station stalked up behind us, so out of place amongst the gas station's image, but fitting in so well with the rest of the area past the station. Please don't talk to us, I wanted to say. Something isn't right about him, my mind whispered to me. Do something, my body urged me. But I couldn't. I stayed quiet and let Ryan do the talking. Listen, dude, we know what we're doing here. This isn't our first rodeo. Hey, I'm back. So, Masa got you a Hershey's bar and some other snacks and some water because something needs to balance out the caffeine in Ryan's bloodstream. You don't have any allergies right- Oh. Oh. Hi, sir. Do you need something? I was just leaving. Who the hell was that guy? Creeper. He didn't do anything to you guys, did he? No, no, don't worry. He just said some weird stuff about going to see the Ruguru, I think? I don't know. He said it was dangerous, but... I feel like we have done enough research to know the risks going into this. He needs to mind his own business. Yeah. Okay. Let's just get going, then. Uh, wait, we still need to get gas. <laughs> oh, yeah. Moss doesn't know how to pump gas. Hey! Not know how to pump gas. Okay. I grew up in New Jersey, and it's illegal to pump your own gas there, and so I never learned. Oh. We should teach you that. Please. Hey, Moss, um, once we get there, I think you should park the van closer to the search area this time. The Ruger has only been seen at night, to my knowledge, and we might need some sort of stakeout. Okay. Um, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Do you want us to stay in the van? Um, I don't think so. It's just hard to see things from in here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you want to do this, then? Are we staying up all night? Um, what should I be prepared for? Uh, I mean, I bought us enough snacks and water to last us at least five hours or so, but at some point we're going to have to ration it out because I'm not spending any more money. That's mm. true. Um, okay. How about we take turns staying up at night and keeping watch so that everyone gets some sleep, and if we see anything, we can wake the others up inside and go investigate together. Mm, that sounds good enough, I suppose. Uh, yeah. What do we do for the next, like, four hours, though? What do we do with a drunken sailor? What do we do with a drunken sailor? What do we do with a drunken sailor? Oh We're lying the morning. We decided on six-hour shifts between us, with one outside so the others could sleep and relax. We had a rock-paper-scissors tournament, and Moss lost, so they took the first shift. Me and Jasper hung around, mostly snacking and sleeping and binging bad horror movies to make the spookiness seem a little lighthearted. Like, seriously, what the hell is wrong with people in horror movies? Yeah, let's go check out the screaming and those axe murderer noises in the dark, spooky forest. I may chase after cryptids in a dark forest, but at least I have the sense to bring a goddamn flashlight and a pocket knife, but I will only use that if I have to save my life. At the end of the day, these are special creatures, and we are interfering with their territory. Anyway, 
I had my shift late at night. I was second. And at first I didn't see anything, just a couple frogs here and there. They were pretty cute, but that was about the only enjoyable part. It was hot and muggy even at night. The air was damp and slimy and breathing it felt wrong. Just a weird sensation like I was choking. After a couple hours, clouds rolled in and covered up the moon so the sky turned pitch black. I couldn't see much after that, just vague movements from bugs and what I hoped were reptiles. I did hear something, though. A snorting sound, a bit like a dog. But like an old dog that's been swimming, and it's breathing hard and choking up water. I shone my flashlight into the woods, and something at least five feet tall, I'd say, darted out of the light. I yelled into the camper van, and it was sort of a mad dash out. Moss managed to get out first, but Jasper was taking a while and there was some weird clanging, so we decided to get a head start in case it had already started running away. Moss, wake up. The crypt is outside. I heard it. Get the camera. Get Jasper. Oh, I gotta go. Okay. Yep. Jasper, get up. The Ruger's outside. What? Oh, okay, 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 okay. Do you know where your camera is? Yes, I'm right here. I don't want to lose it. We're coming. Oh my god, are you okay? Jasper, send us to my camera. Go. Are you sure? Yes, go, go, go. Where's Jasper? Uh, he'll catch up with us. It was 4 a.m. And we were going back to the gas station. I had no idea how these kids managed to do this for days on end, much less weeks. I just think Moss is nocturnal and Ryan has so much monster in his DNA at this point. So anyways, Moss was driving us to the gas station and Ryan was busying himself in the back seat, drawing the most recent scary as hell cryptid in his notebook. I was riding shotgun, trying to get at least a few more minutes of sleep in, while also trying my best to ignore Ryan's exclamations to himself, ranging from aha, yes, to different hmms in varied tones. Come to think of it, I hadn't stayed up that early in a long while. Maybe only twice. There was a time when I stood up at, at dawn to play the other Cosmic Significance kids. The professor had us up on the roof of the observatory to watch for Mars. It was almost the end of December and we were up there for nearly an hour with telescopes, hand warmers, and lots of good hot chocolate. Another time, a few years back, my friend and I traveled all the way out to Tucson just to see a meteor shower. We had taken his old truck and camped out on a mountain for nearly four hours, just the two of us and my telescope watching the sky. He nearly fell off once trying to get a better view. It was, it was hilarious. Of course, it wasn't then, but we were both freaking out. But looking back, we had a good laugh about it. It was one of the greatest sights I'd ever seen in my life, and sharing it with him was even better. <clears throat> uh, anyways, when we eventually pulled the van up to the lot, it was unrecognizable. The, it looked run down and vacated, like a bombshell went off. I had no idea how we got gas through in the first place. The whole scene was wrapped in old yellow caution tape and all the lights on the inside were punched out, like the place had been under attack. I just hope that creepy old man wasn't lurking around. I got a weird feeling from him, and I think Moss did too. I'm just gonna keep my guard up, just in case. Ryan, we are moving the monster cans. All of them. Why? Because I can't live like this anymore. I tripped over your cans trying to get out of the damn van and had to give the little guy the camera just to keep up with you. You sound like Dr. Seuss. The monster cans might be a safety hazard at this point, though. Um, Jasper does make a point. I, I, we could move them to the back or need be recycle them. No. 
okay, we won't do that. But on the bright side, I still got some pretty good photos despite the situation. It was lucky I didn't twist my ankle or break my wrist. Okay, okay. I'll move them before we leave. But no one is throwing them away. Thank you. We won't. Let me help you with that. It, there's a lot. <laughs> I'm genuinely concerned for your health at this point, dude. Yeah, that's fair. Who's ready for 3 a.m. IHOP breakfast? I don't know if Denny's is open yet, but I think IHOP's 24-hour. Mm, technically constitutes as a meal. Oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever eaten. That is legitimately pure sugar. It's delicious. Don't yuck my yum. I don't know if it's the 4 a.m. delirium or the aftershock of that, but I think Ryan's onto something. This is the best meal I've ever eaten. Straight. <laughs> hey, have some of my chocolate milk. It'll make you feel better. <laughs> How's that collection coming off? Pretty good. I found this largest piece of what I think is crystal on the ground, so I'm gonna count as my relic. Ooh, swamp crystal. Yeah. You should probably clean that. Uh, probably. But waffles are now. Obligations can come later. You only have like a half an hour before drive time, I guess. Waffles now, obligations later. Oh. Soon So Strangewood is a production by Decomposing Fruit Studios and is written and produced by Forrest Lynn, Apollo, Amias June, and Pluto Arthur Dakota. Editing is done by Apollo with assistance from Forrest Lynn. The voice of Master Seti is Forrest Lynn. The voice of Ryan Parker is Apollo. The voice of Jasper Robbins is Amias June. Looking for more content? Follow us on Instagram at Students of Strangewood Pod, all one word. If you have any questions or comments, Feel free to email us at studentsofstrangewood at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening and supporting us, and stay strange. Ellen, I am out tonight, 37 Fahrenheit. There's open windows in my mind. No, I should apologize for Ellen, do you remember when it flashed before your eyes? We would end up here someday, and I might tell the truth this time. Why would I be lying to you? I am trying to, I am trying. Why would I be lying to you? I swear it's true, and I'm leaving soon. Woo! That's...